Hello everyone, welcome to this global GEG broadcast. We'll be making a start shortly, and while we're waiting for everyone to arrive, why not head into the chat, let us know who you are, where you're from, your Twitter handle, and if you've got any questions that you'd like us to answer during the course of this evening, let us know there as well. Also, if you haven't already done so, make sure you hit that subscribe button to make sure you stay up to date with all of the events being organised by us at Global GEG. We'll be making a start really soon. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, welcome. Yay. We are so excited to have you. We are on our very last office hours for boot camp. We are so excited that you all finished it. You guys are all ready to go with taking your test, but we're getting those last questions kind of answered. So today we are going to get those for you. Um, so I'm Amber Trout. If you don't know, I'm in Colorado and I'm joined by. I'm Robin Larrabee. I'm from GED South Florida down on the Southeast coast. I'm Luis Pertuz. I am a, a leader in GEG Barranquilla, and I'm also one of the global GEG founders. And I'm in Barranquilla, Colombia. Hi, I'm Pilar Hernandez. I'm uh, from Monterrey. I am um, the leader, but still building the GEG Monterrey. And I think that's it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have the accent of my last two guests here. I'm David Allen. I am a co-leader of GEG Kentucky. And I'm Leslie Clark. I am the founder and co-leader of GEG New Mexico. Yay. Awesome. All right. Keep going for us, Stacy. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We have those codes for the leaderboard. So if you haven't uh, joined the leaderboard, you are behind the times. But go ahead and use this on there. Happy hour is the code that you can use for the leaderboard today. Just so you know, the leaderboard is going to be up until July 23rd. Is that correct? Um, so July 23rd is the last day to get your points to get yourself before we start our second boot camp. So July 23rd, make sure you get your uh, points in for the leaderboard. All right, bonus points today, so double points. Uh, give a, a share a glow and a grow. So what tools are you most confident in for level one? And what tools do you probably need a little more help on that you would bring to office hours? So glows and grows, give us things that you can do with a breeze in your test and some things that you're still growing with, figuring out, not sure about. Um, tag a presenter, say thank you, complete this, and you'll get 50 bonus points on top of your happy hour code. I feel like I'm being blocked by the live, am I? I'm going like no, this. No, 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 <laughs> you're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, next one. Cora. <laughs> Cora. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The best part of the day, answering those questions. So we're gonna pull up the questions here so that we can kind of see. We are going to stick only to session three bootcamp questions. I know there might be some from question one and two, but on this document, everything is going to be answered. So you can have all those answers that maybe we don't get to today, but we're gonna focus on just uh, session three so that you guys have all the information you need before you take the exam. So let's take it away. What do we got here? What question are we starting with? I can't see it very well. 
Okay. Okay. Is there a way to alphabetize your playlist in YouTube? By hand. There's what? By, By hand. hand. <laughs> no, 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 manually. Manically, not that you know. It's a bit rough, but, but uh, uh, playlists in YouTube are very, the, the way they're the editing them is a little um, kludgy. So you can create playlists very easily, but just organizing them is more a hands-on approach as far as I am. Okay, what else we got? Um, oh, okay. we don't want to go over our top tips. I totally forgot that. Sorry. <laughs> so do we want to start with top tips on things that we did do in three so that we can um, talk about those before we go into some more of these? Um, I'll start, I guess. <laughs> uh, my favorite top tip was uh, the thing that I love the most is actually Google Keep. So I am a huge fan of putting everything in the Google Keep and then you can see it right here on her, on her document there on the right hand side. The Google Keep is always available and you can click on it and drag stuff over into your document. Like that is an amazing feature and I love using Google Keep to be able to put all your things in there because it's easier to find than your drive. And so you can highlight them in different colors, which I like to do. So then you know those all go together and then just drag and drop them into your document. So and you can pin the notes also to uh, access them faster. Yes. Like the latest yes. ones. But I used to, but, I used to use uh, Google Keep for my grocery list. Yes. <laughs> there, there, is a, there is a thing. Please remember, as far as we know, as our experience has gone, Keep is more of a theoretical uh uh, tool that's evaluated in the test and not a practical one. So, so you might not get to do anything in keep in the practical part of the test. So don't really stress out about it much. Just know that it's there. It's awesome. It's like one of the best tools that there's there to like keep you organized, but don't really work on it that much because I don't think it's really on the test. I think it's more important to use uh, the tasks attached to an email, I think. Perfect. There okay. is a good question on the on the on the comments. Can we address this one? Um, um, yes, just a second. Let's go over our top tips for the rest of the group, and then we'll go definitely go over all of those. Robin, what was your top tip? I love Google Classroom, and I I know that everybody now. Well, I shouldn't say everybody. So many people now that have had to migrate because of COVID <clears throat> are just starting to understand Google Classroom. And I don't know, this is not necessarily a tip for the exam, but I think just a tip in life. I've been using Google Classroom even when we were face-to-face. -face. So for those of you who are out there and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm, I know just enough to get myself by, which is fine for the test, but just keep in mind, you can still use it when you go back to the classroom. Um, I like the fact that it's so customizable. There are so many things you can do, scheduling assignments and being able to collect all the grades in one place. It's just awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, my top tip for the stuff we did last time, um, it, curiously enough, it's nothing to do with the, the topic that I presented because groups is rather straightforward, at least for the test. Uh, my top tip is sites. Please bone up on sites, especially if you're one of those people that don't really use it much. 
it's one of those things that 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 can trip people up, especially if they never use it a lot. So, and it might consume a lot of time to do relatively simple tasks. So, if you practice a bit on sites before you go for the test, it would be a lot easier for you. Pili, your turn. Well, my top tip would be for um, for taking the exam. It's always the same. I always give the same tip which is uh, be uh, very careful when reading the instructions. Because um, I have friends that have failed it for not reading well what they needed to do. So that would be my top tip, always. And watch your time. Keep an eye on the time with the exam. But, but that's one of those things I, I prefer to tell people not to look at the time so that they don't stress out about it. Mm -hmm. but, you know, to be honest, I, I never have problem with the time. Um, I actually finished an hour earlier. I think my my issue was reading reading the whole thing because sometimes we used to like skip over stuff when we read as teachers, I think, because we have to read a lot of papers. And so uh, I, I would recommend to read very carefully. Sometimes the, question, the questions even have uh, tips on how to answer the question. So just pay attention to that. David, do you have a top tip? Yes, mine would be uh, one of the things I struggled with when I took the test was YouTube, uh, the inner workings of YouTube. Yeah, I can, you know, go to YouTube and find what I want, but really get in there and figure out how YouTube works, you know, playlists and, you know, live stream videos and just get in there and just play, really, is my biggest tip to figure it out. That way, when you get to the test, YouTube is not a big deal. And then I'm just going to steal another test taking tip. Um, I think it might have been Luis's from last week. Um, don't take the time to make the activities pretty. Do what it asks to do and move on. It's yep. graded by a computer, maybe validated by a human. But if it is, they're looking to see that you were able to complete the task. They're not looking at your design ability right now. That's a really good tip, Leslie, because yeah. I know when I took the test, like there was a sites, something that I do in sites and they said title it or whatever. But anyways, when you title it, it doesn't put anything on your main screen there. And it just still says your title here. And I'm like, but I don't want to leave that. Like, it just doesn't look right to not have something on the main page, but they're not they don't not grading me on that. So you just got to remember that even though it doesn't look right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, basically, and remember to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I might as well say just get the task done. Uh, when I took my level one, my, the internet where I was at went out, uh, and it came back on. And I had like 15 minutes left, and I got done with three seconds uh, when I pushed the button. So just get the task done. Yeah. Right. Uh, the other one is in the multiple choice questions. Sometimes multiple choice is actually multiple choices, mm -hmm. and it's very clear in the question because normally you're used to just selecting one. And sometimes it'll tell you select up to three or select yeah. four or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that if you don't really pay attention, it'll trip you up and you'll get a mistake because you 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 only marked one when it should have been two or three. So that's another one. Perfect. Yeah. So here's a question it looks like. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say for those tasks that you have to do where you might have to create an email for somebody or put something in particular up on a site, copy paste. Don't don't try to like retype everything if you have if you know Command C or Control C, that's copy, and then Command V or Control V is paste. Mm -hmm. That will save you gobs of time. 
lifesaver. Uh, so when adding a link to a Google site, the link is only visible on the home page. Even though I created it on one of the sub pages, do links only appear on the home page or am I missing something? No, they appear on all pages. It, it, it would depend on where you created the link. If it's if you're instead of adding volume. a page, you're adding a sub page, which is a link, then it will only appear in the menu for whatever section you're working. Yeah. Also, if you put it like on the header, sometimes all the pages have the same header. So if you put it there, it will appear everywhere or at the bottom part. I like this one too. Uh, Beth also asked, when adding a link to Google, well, not that one, this one. Uh, <laughs> my district has restricted my ability to create a group. I tried to create a group while doing incognito, but I'm still restricted. Uh, that could be because your district is not letting you in your district account create groups. So mm -hmm. in that case, I would recommend you use a personal Gmail account, which are which don't have that issue. Normally, districts will restrict creating groups, uh, some YouTube stuff. It depends on the district, but you'd have to test there instead of within your district account. And, and yeah. the, the test gives you the account. So in the account of the test, you're going to be able to do everything. So if you're going to practice, practice with a personal account. And then also make sure you're not using like a district computer because that could be your other issue. I know on some of the computers, the domain on it is completely blocked. And no matter even if you are using personal on there, it still won't let you create things on sometimes a, a, a computer that you have from school. So just make sure that you have a device that you can use that's not going to block you um, on all of that. Or, or worse, you might not even be able to run incognito and, and uh, Criterion demands incognito or you can <laughs> install the property or extension that you need in mm -hmm. case you talk to you so yeah yes yes okay, okay. so which one of those questions have we hit first um we already talked about the one above but is there resources available to help practice scenarios for the exam the yes. <laughs> these cards. There are scenario cards that are at the end and at the end of the presentation for all three days. There's a set of scenario cards, and those scenario cards are in three different levels: easy, medium, and hard. And they are all good practice uh, scenarios for the test. <clears throat> Somebody asked on the uh, question form about. Oh, now I just lost it. Oh, I have figured out how to upload Word files into Drive. Yay! And probably figured out how easy that was too. And change them into docs. My question is, if I do this using my personal email, will I be able to access those files in Drive from my school email? Or will I have to upload the Word files to Drive again? Just you don't share. have to upload them again. Just share them. Share them to your I mean, You can see on the screen here right now that share button. So anything you want, especially if you have it in a folder, you can share an entire folder with yourself. So I, put everything I, in there and share just, it. Just, I, uh, I suffer of having uh, multiple personalities in the sense that I have like my school persona and my person persona are two different ones. And I have a shared folder where I stick stuff from either mm -hmm. so I can access it from either side. I was so going to say... Just uh, check the um, the school account um, limitations because recently in my school account they are not allowing to share outside of the domain. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I can share um, uh, my personal stuff with my school stuff, but not backwards. So it's something important to consider to check their own their own restrictions. And if you're willing to commit to using Suite off uh, Google Suite instead of uh, Microsoft One, 
Uh, there is a little in, in, in the settings for Drive, you can enable something that will automatically um, convert files you upload from whatever Office standard into G Suite standard, and it'll automatically turn it over and you don't have to deal with working with docx or xlx or whatever but that's a personal preference and but you don't need that for the exam because no, google's no, going to give you everything a, in sweet a, format a lifestyle tip yes. <laughs> um so can you choose between web assessor and proctor you platforms is one recommended over the other so this is a recent change and uh it was going to only going to be proctor you coming up now july 1st but that is not the case anymore you have access to taking web assessor or, or it's called criterion actually criterion and proctor you either one that you want to take they have the exact same um things that you can do in them now you can have open no open internet on both of them proctor you you do have a little more process through it you do have to put a little icon in the corner of your screen they do share your screen and you are watched live but you still have access to look at whatever you need to just like in the criterion system so criterion system doesn't go away until next summer is when they said so you still have a full year to take it in either one and um, it's personal preference, really. ProctorU is just a little bit different because uh, I know I took my research in ProctorU just recently. So I know that when I was in there, it's definitely different when somebody's watching you live and there's you're sharing your screen. And so that's that's definitely a little anxiety ridden. But besides that, um, it's the same thing you can do in either system, though. Still, Criterion took your picture every so often. You never knew yeah. exactly how often. So, you know, it's not that bad. Uh, the only thing you will see if you search online, you'll see a lot of complaints. And the complaints are mainly like 90% it's because it's new and people just are clinging to the past, so to speak. There have been some issues, but that stuff has been going away. But but it's it's the exact same test. There is no big difference. Mm -hmm. And you're getting conflicting information because decisions were made to take away the open note, but then that decision was reversed. So if you see information, be sure it's dated somewhere in the last. What, 30 days? Yeah. 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 Very recent. It was very recent. Sorry, you, you froze there, Leslie. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. So either or, it's up to you. Personal preference, same thing you're doing in each one. Is there, uh, was there a difference for you to recertify, uh, Amber, on Proctor yeah. If you recertify within a certain window, you'll only get the, the practical part, not the multiple choice. I know that, but some people said that when you recertify in a different platform, they don't recognize the fact that you're recertifying. So that's my question. Yeah, lucky all of you. I don't, I had everything. I had to do all the questions, all the scenarios, all the everything. So, I, but also I did realize, and some people are getting this error message. This is just a quick thing. They were getting um, a thing from ProctorU saying pending policy review when they get their results. And that doesn't mean anything. It just means it's pending results. I got the exact same thing. Seven days later, I got my results saying that I passed. So don't freak out about that when you get something saying pending policy review. I don't think that those two systems are talking to each other is the thing because my I got a certificate for passing, but it's not in my criterion system saying that I've passed it. So just be patient and know that all of that stuff is, is working itself out. But just rely on that email you get saying you passed with that certificate. 
Somebody asked here, and this is good for practicing, not all of the apps show in the waffle, specifically the icons for forms, sites, and groups are not there. Is there a way to get them added to the waffle? Yeah, actually, if you go to your waffle and you scroll all the way down and you still have not seen what you want, there is a little button at the bottom that says, I think, go to G Suite Marketplace. Um, hold on, I'm sorry. I meant to look at it first. Yeah, it says more from G Suite Marketplace. So then if you click on that, it'll take you to everything. Normally those things are included right away. So I don't know why for some reason they wouldn't be on, on yours. It depends on the, on the characteristics of the account. For instance, in the personal account, you wouldn't see classroom, but in the school account, you would. So, it also depends on the age of the account because for example my accounts from school are over five years old and they didn't show anything because it was newer than what was originally there so yeah it's also on your domain as well i mean uh, when we first switched over to google uh, we, we weren't allowed to use gmail and so it was not available to us uh for the first six months so sometimes stuff is just not there based on your uh, domain Okay, can we scroll down a little bit on there? Yeah. Okay. I think a little more. <laughs> Somebody's asking what is the window for recertification? It's uh, around a month. It's 30 days and I took it and the week after those 30 days and I still got the recertification exam. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, and then also someone was saying, uh, I think Becky was mentioning that everyone that takes the test the very first time will have multiple choice. So don't get that wrong. We, we were just talking about recertification that's after the test, but when you take it the first time, you should have all pieces of it. You don't, you don't get exempt out of anything the first time. So everyone will have all pieces. I see here on the screen, it says, in the Google Teacher Center, the first few lessons focus on digital citizenship, going paperless and such. Are those areas addressed on the exam? Yes. yes. You know, because of the, uh, uh, the yeah, what's the, we can't share with you the actual questions. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. Thank you, letters. Um, because of the NDA, we can't be very specific, but yes, and, more, and more than likely they'll be there. And you will all sign an NDA because we're not supposed to disclose what's the actual contents of the test. We can be nice and vague about it, but mm -hmm. like exactly what the questions are, are forbidden. The same as like taking screenshots of the test and all that sort of stuff is no, 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 no good. Yeah. No, no, do it. no, no good. Um, it is also a topic mentioned during the fundamentals training. So definitely if it's mentioned in the training, it's going to be asked. Like did or at least the digital citizenship, yes, going paperless, it's all mentioned in the fundamentals. So yeah. And some things that you do you do learn, you may not have them on the test. It's kind of like a random mix of questions. So you'll get some, you'll get some others. Just depends. Okay. The, the the question at the bottom of the screen right there is uh, somebody who ran out of time with one scenario to go. Um I'm not saying that all the scenarios aren't important. Um, the pass-fail uh, limit is 80%, and that 80% is both scenarios and multiple choice. So you can approve the test even if you run out of time, as long as you've done enough to get the 80%. So it's not that I told you that it said, don't freak out, but you know, 
bear that in mind. If you if you are confident that you did well in the test and that your scenarios and everything are okay, you'll probably pass unless you took like way, way, way too much time. But if you're only missing one out of what, I don't know how many scenarios there are, but there's a bunch. And then I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you pass because I have no way of knowing, but it probably might not matter. Yeah. And it, it I think it's also how many, how many parts of the scenario were missing. Like if it was yeah, a part question, maybe it didn't have that much value. Yeah. And I think there's 15 multiple choice questions and then the rest is all scenario. And it's, I don't even know, I think it's like 20 or something like that altogether. But again, 80% is what you need. Like Luis said, I've had, teachers, I've had teachers who, who, who've done the test and I've been around them, so to speak. And one of them ran out of time and they did enough to comply. So, so yeah, it, so you can, you can finish the test without actually finishing the test. Yep. Let's see, questions more advanced level one. Let's see. Okay, um, there's a there's a that one the the people who are transferring from Outlook to Gmail. Um, no, you can't. Uh, they're asking if you can do a classroom in one in one account and transfer it to another. Especially since you're going to be working within a school account and a personal account, they don't they don't like each other. And mm -hmm. if you're inside a school, and um, unless you personally add a a friendly domain, you can't add foreign teachers to it. So that would be the only way of you to share. So no, what you can do is, um, no, mentira. What you, what you, what you might be able to do is like create an, a, a classroom where you're having certain stuff already done. But if you haven't started with the new domain yet, you can't like pre-prepare, which is what I believe is what you're trying to do. If the person wants to have a certain view um, of the classroom, what they could do is add their personal account as a student sometimes to try it out. But that is if the domain allows it. Yeah, but 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 you won't be able to like pre. I, I understand that this person is trying to pre-prepare the class yeah. to have everything ready, and mm -hmm. no, unfortunately, there's no way. No. You can sort of do like everything else. You can the docs. Yes, you can. You you can like any documentation or any slides or whatever that you want to throw up there. You can have them in the personal account and share them to your school account, but then you still have to build the classroom from scratch. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to get really creative, that document you could create the document almost like a hyperdoc. This way, when you share it to yourself and you're ready to do classroom, you've got everything set up. But that's not a level one question. That was just okay. That first question is super important because it's about making a playlist in YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. And then um, you do have to wait. Let me stretch a bit because uh, you do have to create a YouTube account, which sounds ridiculous because you already have a Google account. But you have to enable the YouTube account within your Google account so that it works. And only after that can you create playlists. If you don't create that account, you won't be able to do it. And you will have to do it for the first time ever in whatever account you have. Even in the special web assessor uh, weird account, you'll have to enable a a you have to enable like a YouTube account in it. You have to like just click yes, but you have to do it first before you're able to create playlists. I was I was gonna say something. Um, I was afraid at the beginning uh, when I first started 
to create a Google, um, not a Google account, a uh, YouTube account, because I thought that like people could search for me and stuff, but you can make it private. So that no, that you're not listed and nobody can search for your playlist and stuff. You can have it just for you. And it's um, it was like, it's no problem. You just uh, enable, like Louis said, enable uh, YouTube to use your account so that you have a channel. And then once you have the channel, you can select that the privacy is like unlisted and private. And then from there, you can make your own playlists. Uh, the test will be similar to the scenario test cards. So don't worry about it. Uh, there is generally scenarios have a, a different um, scenarios have several parts to them and they will be associated and they will all be listed in the same place. And then you will have to do first, you're going to have to open a folder with the documentation. Then you're going to have to copy or paste or put in or share or whatever. But it's it's all listed step by step and it's really clear. Yeah, it's not that hard. Then somebody's asking uh, how you should download the ProctorU extension and uh, using Cognito. I believe that ProctorU does not necessarily require it. The, the ProctorU extension is very, uh, if you're like me, because I did the test with ProctorU, mm -hmm. if you're like me and you have like a million tabs open, make sure you have, you close all that out and you bookmark it or whatever. Because ProctorU, the first thing they'll do after installing this section, they'll wipe out everything. And all they'll let you open is the window that they say. Mm -hmm. So so bear that in mind. If if you're like me and you're like a tab hoarder, you're going to lose them, all of them. So, yeah. Yeah. And when you try to open up another window in ProctorU, they close those things for you. So try to make sure that you kind of have everything you need in there and, and pin your tab that you need for the test, too, so you don't lose that when you're, when you're in there Very as well. Important. Mm -hmm. I would also say that to make sure that since they're not using uh, incognito, that they log out of all their Gmail accounts. Yes. Yeah. So I think we have time for one more question because it's already 9.30. So we'll go one more question and then I think we to, to wrap this up. Um, is there anything else? Hmm. Okay, well, maybe we'll just put those all in the document and then those will be answered for you later. Um, if we could put that slide deck back up, Stacy, so we can do the feedback form, please. Oh, just a question here. Can you flag questions in ProctorU? Jeffrey Jones is asking. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we can put all these in the document too so that people know that these we are going to get to your questions. We will have them in the document. And if you need uh, have more, you can fill out the form and that's no problem. So, um, all right, let's go to that feedback slide, Stacey. Uh, we did bonus points, we did questions. All right, so please provide your feedback as always. We are always looking to improve, figuring out ways to do things differently. So um, make sure you fill out that form. And if you haven't filled out your feedback form for bootcamp, that's how you get your certificate. So just make sure you've done that to get your certificates as well. Anything else, guys? Nope, just pay attention, read through it. You got it. We, we went over everything you need and more. So if you were able to watch at least most of what we've done for you, you'll be fine. Um, yeah, review those things that you considered that you're weak on mm -hmm. because that's what's going to trip you up. 
during the exam. Like for example, for me, it was originally the first time I took it. For me, it was groups because I hardly ever use groups. So I recommend that you review the stuff that you are not really, really trust yourself in. So, so yeah. For me, it was YouTube and Excel um, sheets. Sorry. <laughs> I think everyone's arch enemy is sheets. At least mine. No, the answer is always Right. I would say just relax, take it. You're going to do fine. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we will see you next time. And thank you so much for joining us for Bootcamp Office Hours. Bye. Goodbye.